Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning, and hello, kids, and welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 312 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show, here on the Cryo Media Network. You get snaps, yeah! Better late than <laughs> today, never. Yes, today, recording day, is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024, and it is going to be a lovely day here at the Beaver Lodge. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver. Pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A, and with me as always is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Not with us today, as always. <laughs> Was deck. <laughs> and I'll let Mr. Grizzly explain that. A big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corbin Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Mr. Grizzly, please tell us how your mental health is doing today and why it is. We got a bit of a late start. This is take three, kids. Yeah, you don't even know about take one, which I'll, I'll explain to you in just a second. So to begin with, you noticed in the chat earlier, Mr. Beaver said, just waiting on Mr. Grizzly. The thing was, I had slept a little late, so I got up, set everything up, got everything to go, put all these stuff in, wrote all the things, queued up everything, restreamed it to all the different platforms. And I'm like, okay, I got to jump in the shower. So I jump in the shower, get out of the shower, shave quickly suddenly get razor rash and I don't have any shave aftershave bombs. So it's okay. Just whatever I've got is going to have to work so that the, it's not quite as burning as it was about 10 minutes ago when we started this show and we got five minutes in and I realized we're not live. <laughs> I forgot to hit the go live button. I'm, I'm barely through my first cup of coffee. All right. So then we went live and y'all saw what happened there. The software, this, the, the studio software restream crashed. Now, somebody suggested using OBS. I do use OBS for my ASMR. Using OBS when there's more, more of us, more than one of us, is a little bit of an issue. A little bit of an issue. Yeah. Can everybody hear us is a question now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy, this could be a heck of a day. I've got levels here. Um, let me just see if I can get Don't anything you? on my yeah. telephone. I do as well here. Yeah, we've got this. Uh, should be good on our end. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I've got levels here. Yeah. 
So everybody should be able to hear us, I hope. <laughs> okay. So that was just a question then. Yeah, yeah. Dang, no, it wasn't it was an audio. Off. It was uh, quite literally. Uh, it was just... my phone. My bad. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. Don't do that to us, man. We're having issues today. We're, we're having issues today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do use OBS for the record. Uh, I use it for the ASMR show. But when there's more than two people on the screen with OBS, even though I've got two giant 32-inch monitors in front of me, it's just too much on. Anyway, this is easier because I'm trying to reduce the amount of levels we have. If I use OBS, run it through Restream, and then it goes to all the platforms, it's just another point of failure. I'm trying to eliminate points of failure as much as possible. So that's why. But for the ASMR, because it's just me, it's not a big deal, right? Right. All right, to the news. Let's see if we can compress it in today. I'll try and do that. Yeah, because, yeah. well, you wanted to start off with uh, the take two of Pierre Polyev and his second press conference? Yes, two press conferences in two days. Our cup runneth over. Yeah, and this one uh, was... Because I remember there was a time that I think like something like 58 days went between them, between the synagogue one, which was a disaster when yeah. he attacked that CP press person. And then, yes, two, two days ago, he attacked this, the journalist. From Omni, NCP, NCBC. Yes, NCBC. And then yesterday, he decided to go again. And I don't know if a journalist listened to our show, but Justin Ling did ask him the unpopular question yet again and let's see what happens when pp gets asked the same question he didn't want to answer one day and i love that justin ling decided to keep on him <laughs> well, i wonder if justin watches our show because he did what we want him to do good morning mr paul you have uh, justin ling freelance uh, you often said you support uh, medical freedom, that you oppose the state imposing medical choices He's looking on down. the Canadians. Uh, yesterday, you were asked about a new policy in Alberta, which Again. restricts health care for transgender uh, youth mm -hmm. in particular. You refuse to say where you actually stand on those regulations. You attacked journalists who asked you that question as peddling disinformation for the prime minister. So can you say now where you stand on the state oh, restricting healthcare access Deep for breath. transgender youth? And can you confirm whether or not your caucus is allowed to speak freely on this issue? First and foremost, you are spreading disinformation he goes and you refuse to even describe the policy proposals that are being debated. Uh, you refuse to even list any of them. And, and the, the reason that you, the reason you do, let's be clear why you don't do it, because you don't want to lose the why does he have to list them? Okay. Ask him a question. Exactly. That's number one. He doesn't have to list them because Pierre's saying, well, if you list each, every, each single one, he, then he can take a, pin, a spin and try mm -hmm. to make it sound reasonable. But you didn't list the policy proposals, but you didn't list the falsehood or the disinformation yet again. Yeah. Let's continue. The debate. And so if you think, if you keep it vague, and you actually refrain from actually describing the policies that Premier Smith is putting in place, then you think that you can misrepresent them and misrepresent conservatives. Uh, this is exactly what Justin Trudeau has done. You notice that Trudeau has not given a single example of any of the policies that Premier Smith has brought forward that he individually disagrees with. Justin Trudeau lives rent-free in Pierre Polyev's empty head. Have you noticed that? It's all he's got. It's all he's got. That's it. Okay, we've got about a minute and a half left. Try and keep your stomach down. I know it's difficult. I'm working on it. Here we go. 
because he doesn't want to be specific about it. And that's because he and you want to peddle in disinformation in order to demonize Premier Smith and parents. And Justin Trudeau has spread hatred against parents. He's accused Muslim parents of being hateful because they were standing up for their kids. He's attacked Christian parents. He has suggested that parents cannot be trusted with their kids. And I disagree with him. I think we have to trust parents. No one cares for their kids more than parents. And that's why Justin Trudeau should butt out. He should let parents raise kids and let provinces run schools and hospitals. And he still Thank hasn't you. answered the question. No. No. Yeah. Okay, on va passer à la prochaine question. Oh, en français. En français. Yeah. And then he goes into the same thing in French. Now, again, won't let parents raise kids. That's specifically what Smith's policy does. Doesn't let the loving parents of transgender children raise their kids. He ascribes motive and intention to the journalist. He has no way of knowing what the journalist's intent is or what the motives are, but he's going to ascribe it anyway. Wants to keep things vague. Of course he does. As the guy's not even attempting to answer the question because he doesn't want to say what his personal policy is on it. And then let provinces run schools and hospitals. That's successful. When so even Daniel Smith is not, but Daniel Smith is not letting the school board run the school or the hospital boards run the hospitals or the medical associations determine what are the policies for certain medical treatments. There's just so much. And, and there's another one in there and it just slipped my mind. Uh, what it is that uh, he asked. Oh, yes. And he says that Canadians can't trust parents, but the whole conservative line is that Canadians can't trust teachers. So we're literally in the I'm rubber, you're glue. Literally, I'm rubber, you're glue. That's all they've got. That's all they've got. And then, interestingly enough, something comes out yesterday in the news and uh, it causes Pierre Polyev to have a bit of a meltdown so much so that I think it was uh, Barney Panofsky, I think, the guy that does the, what I Gordy, learned. My name's not Gordy. My name's Panofsky's not... best revenge. Yes. Um, saying, we now are getting into the whiny phase, I think, or something like that. Uh, I wish I could find it. I had it just two seconds ago. Darn. But uh, it has something to do with an article that came out yesterday, which Pyapoliev had a problem. And it was an article that came out in the Toronto Sun. And he got really mad. Called it a hit piece. Yes, Mr. Grizzly, if you will put this up here for us. Such a thin-skinned individual. Please read it in our wonderful Pyapoliev voice. The Toronto Star is trying to write a hit piece on the fact that my wife bought a small $300 splash pool a couple of years ago, which we paid for and put up ourselves. Separately, they're attacking us for the NCC installing a safety fence at Starnaway to protect our kids after threats to my family. This is a ridiculous attack. Really? Suddenly it's oh. the NCC that owns the property, but when the NCC property that is owned, the cottage in the Gatineau's, that's Justin Trudeau's. Mm -hmm. Double standard. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he says threats to my family as he posts pictures of his kids. Yeah, yeah. 
So suddenly we are against hit pieces and attacks, which is interesting news from PP headquarters. And maybe if you hadn't spent the last two days bashing journalists, maybe they wouldn't want to be looking into that stuff, but you are providing them proper incentive and motivation. And well, Mr. Grizzly, it just so happened. A lot of people online remembered this. Second. When this happened back in 2018. Justin Trudeau swing set. Which world leader had the best playground? Prime Minister Justin Trudeau recently faced criticism over upgrades to his official summer residence at Harrington Lake, including $7,500 reportedly spent on a new play structure. Andrew Scheer, the conservative leader, suggested in the House of Commons that Trudeau would, I can't read the rest of that, you'll have to scroll a little bit, would have been just as well served by a $198 swing set from Canadian Tire. It's <laughs> the, the double standard on these. The leopards are eating my face. Oh, the bad media. It, it was fine. It, all this was perfectly fine when they were criticizing Justin Trudeau for a swing set. Oh, th then it was okay. But yeah. now that the exact same thing, the exact same thing is being done to Pierre and family for a pool. Oh, gee. Now, oh, that's a terrible thing. And, and the NCC built that fence. Mr. Grizzly, if you would, our good friend Jason Pugh revived something. He was doing all the alleged Trudeau scandals. Mm -hmm. So scandal number three was the swing sets at the secret mansion. Remember? <laughs> Did Justin Trudeau secretly build himself a brand new lakeside mansion at Harrington Lake with our money? See before and after. Wouldn't that also be the NCC, NCC. Yeah. that would have done that? Yeah, because the NCC owns all the properties that official opposition and official leader live in, including Cottage Country in the Gatineau's and 24 Sussex Drive, which nobody has lived in for eight years. Uh, Yep. Jason Pugh had written at the time, if Justin Trudeau did manage to build a secret mansion, as Podiev claimed, it's since been moved underground or maybe Trudeau made a deal with the Romulan Empire and has cloaking technology. Look, I'm just saying, if Pierre is willing to spread a conspiracy theory as stupid as this, what won't he lie about? We've found out now since then, right? Because this was written in April 2023. It's just batshit crazy. He really was wondering if the Prime Minister of Canada managed to secretly build a mansion when cons flipped out on the looked out the real scandal I'm writing about here, a swing set. That's right. The current leader of the Conservative Party of Canada actually put out that crazy tweet with their former leader, Andrew Scheer, feigned outrage over the PM buying a swing set. He just could not get over it and wasted a bunch of time during QP on the last day the house was sitting, yapping about a GD swing set. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Welcome to the game, peepee. Say, hey, so now you have a problem with truth and accuracy and hit pieces and making insinuations and all that kind of stuff. So y'all just spent the last, what, 15 years showing us how the game was played. Don't get mad now, poodle. <laughs> Me do think the pee-pee doth protest too much. Talk about thin skin, eh? It's unbelievable. This person, I don't even want to call him a man. He's an insult to men. 
that's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it. It's called freedom of expression, a charter protected right in this country, by the way. I don't see him as an equal to me. I didn't say I saw him beneath me, but I certainly don't see him as an equal to me, and he's certainly not above me, so draw your own conclusion. The man has the thinnest skin of any politician I've ever encountered in my life. I, I'm, like, he's even worse than Trump, and that's saying something. Then again, Trump has an orange hide of leather, so the skin's a little thicker on that guy, but... <sighs> How could this person lead Canada? a diverse, pluralistic society that we are. Oh, I know. He wants the handmaid's tale. Speaking of 24 Sussex, 24 Sussex is now asbestos and rodent-free. Oh, outstanding. Yes. According to the CBC, the article's title is 24 Sussex is now asbestos. Let's try that again. 24 Sussex is now asbestos and rodent-free, and nobody knows what to do with it. Because the house still requires about $37 million in necessary repairs and renovations, the Capital Commission says. And how long do you think it'll take before PP tries to switch the channel on the pool by saying he's building himself another mansion? Yeah, which again, NCC property when I live in it, your own property that you charge the taxpayers for when you live in it. Justin's mind is not the only piece PP lives rent-free. Look, man, you look, look up uh, the definition of hypocrisy in the dictionary. We should just slap a picture of Pierre Polyev beside the description. The livy, living embodiment of hypocrisy. It's so bad. Oh. Guy. I swear. <laughs> can't make this up. Again, every time I, I, I say this all the time, I say this all the time, and I mean it. If I tried to write this as a novel and took it to a publisher, they'd be like, get the hell out of here. That's just right. too absurd. Right now, if I was the press, every time he'd come out, instead of asking questions, I'd be sitting there going, <laughs> it's no, I know it's totally unprofessional, but it's like, what more can you do? This guy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, this guy will swell up and fall apart. I mean, there's no limit, like literally from the department of we can dish it, but we just can't take it. And here's the best part. Every time any one of us push back, and I say any one of us who are centrist, progressive, or left-leaning, the tolerant left really can't handle anything. No, we can't handle intolerance. We do not tolerate intolerance. And I've had some back and forths with people lately about the most bizarre things I've ever seen on my Twitter feed because I have the paradox of tolerance pinned as my tweet. Oh, if you're so tolerant, why, why do you... I'm like, what? Your reading comprehension is poor. Because <laughs> you don't understand that we don't tolerate intolerance. How is that difficult? How is that difficult for people to understand? And yet, as it turns out, a simpleton like me who can understand it has to try and explain it to people who seem to think they're smarter. If you don't understand, do not tolerate intolerance, then I don't think I can help you. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Pretty much. Pretty much what it is. And then the conservatives, again, even though they knew it's going to come and even though they know it's going to land them in trouble, yesterday they telegraphed they were going to do this and they did it anyway. Mm. But the House of Commons voted third reading on the new Ukraine free deal. And despite the fact that they do know 
that the reference to carbon pricing in the text is not the prime minister forcing them to have carbon pricing or to adopt it because they already have it and they want to join the EU and the EU is already doing that. Mm. And Ukraine wants to join the EU, so mm. it has no problem with it. And Ukraine actually asked for this deal. It seems the conservatives, they know better. Of course they do. They know better. So everybody pretty much voted for it, except for the conservatives. 117. All of them. Yep. So it passed anyway. Showing, once again, how the conservatives are basically impotent in the House, which is why they're using the House as just basically a source of PR clips. Posing and preening and then taking the clips of them asking the questions but not adding the answers to it. So, look at us holding the government to account. Look how smart and witty we are. Look at us sticking it to those libs and generating those liberal tears that you love drinking. This is what I, when I started the write-up this morning, I was, because I was watching this thing right here, right? Conservative politicians have an opportunity to stand with Ukraine today. Will they? Update, they didn't. 115 conservative members of parliament voted against the Canada-Ukraine free trade agreement. Is yours one of them? Why did they abandon Ukraine and Ukrainian Canadians? And then let's just scroll down to see what the very first reply to this is. The truth can no longer be covered up by the liberal liars. Elon Musk in Moscow. We're here to interview the president of uh, Russia, Vladimir Putin. It's Tucker Carlson, actually. Tucker Carlson, sorry. What did I say? Elon Musk, because it's oh, on Elon Musk's Carlson. feed. It's Elon Musk's feed, yes. Sorry, it's Tucker Carlson. Yes. The man who was just in Alberta. Okay. Just in Alberta, welcomed open arms by Daniel Smith. He's gone to Moscow to interview Putin. Now everybody has turned around and says, well, what about the time that this person went to go interview Putin? You do realize that was before the invasion, right? Yeah. 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 When going to interview Putin was still a journalistic thing, whereas now it's propaganda. anybody that goes to interview Putin, it's always propaganda with mm -hmm. Putin, but he was considered a world leader like the other ones just had a different way of going, but now he's an international pariah. Oh, shit. he is someone hang on, hang on. who invades. Shit, did you feel that? That was Reagan spinning in his grave. Yeah. And now, fucker Snarlson, because he can't get any work anywhere because Fox bought out his contract mm -hmm. for so long that he can't actually cover the current election cycle. Because the last time he covered an election cycle, he resulted in Fox News getting sued for $787.5 million. Yeah, three quarters of a billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It costs your employer. So no wonder they bought out his contract and say, We are in the upside down times, folks. So interviewing Putin is the only gig he can get mm -hmm. in order to whatever he's doing to try to remain relevant for the next two years so that when the election's over, that maybe he'll get a job somewhere. <laughs> That's literally what he's trying to do. He's trying to, he's trying to keep himself in the public eye. And the only reason he's going to Alberta is because some of his revenue streams in the United States have dried up because he's not as visible anymore. So he's trying to diversify his portfolio internationally. All those people that went to that thing and paid and bought a ticket, 
All they did was just fund him because he can't get paid to do work where he lives. That's right. So he's going international. He never cared about Canada until he got his ass fired. Now he's coming up here and saying, hey, I believe that the United States should come and invade. He literally said that when he showed up in Alberta. I think the United States should come in and liberate Canada from Trudeau. I mean it. Yeah. You don't mean it. Well, I'm just hoping that that saying something like that will open up some people's wallets. And then, of course, what did Daniel Smith say when she was on stage with him? You should get Stephen Gilboa in the crosshairs. Yes. To the which day certain... after a shooting took place at the Edmont, uh, in Edmonton at the MLA. Yes, to which all the minions said, no, she's just saying that he should politically take him down. He's American. Yeah. That's not his job. No. His job is not to take down the Minister of Environment and Climate Change of another country. Just like it's not BP's job to develop environmental policy for Ukraine. From the opposition benches. In Canada. But that's why he voted against the free trade bill. And this thing that we see in the United States about like opposing money for Ukraine and whatnot is starting to happen here because the vote on the free trade deal happened on the same day a poll was released that suggested that support for Ukraine is waning among a growing number of Canadians, particularly conservative voters. The survey conducted by the Angus Reid Institute says that a quarter of Canadians believe Canada is offering too much support to Ukraine in its fight against Russia up from 13% who said the same thing in May 2022. Yes, apparently there are, we're, we're supporting the concept of respect of sovereign borders yeah. just too much from the same people who are completely okay with the United States coming in to liberate Canada. Where, Gee, where, where are those fucking cowards if Russia ever invades us? If they come across the top of the Arctic and invade us, where are those cowards then? those turncoats who want to side with Vladimir Putin, who we know is an evil human being. The percentage of Canadians who voted for the Conservative Party in the last election, who, who now say Canada is doing too much to assist Ukraine, has more than doubled from 19% in May 2022 to 43% now. PP dragging them along. They call everybody else sheep. Yeah, he's a Russian asset, period. It's got to be. What else could there be? He's got to be a Russian asset. Look, I've heard the rumors for a long time. Now I'm convinced that it's true. Do I have proof? No. No, but our friend David Wallace may. But here's the other worst part. The percentage of voters who think Canada is doing too much for Ukraine jumped from 5% to 10% among 2021 liberal supporters and 5 to 12% among 2021 NDP supporters. That is not good. The PSYOPs is working. That is not good, folks. They invaded a sovereign nation because they wanted to. Ukraine was of no threat to them. They just wanted to take it over. And you're going to sit here and support them? You'll be next. First they came for the trade unionist? Yeah. This is history repeating. Yes, I'm not. Hey. I am just flabbergasted this morning. That last data point is the one that worries me the most. Yeah. Liberal and NDP supporters, really? Really? 
Really? Man. Oh, Cassie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Please read that. From our, our dear friend Cassie Lake in Manitoba, farmer, Elon Musk announced the successful implantation of his Neuralink device in a human being. Is that where Pierre Polyev was over Christmas? Why don't we start that rumor? Just asking we're, questions. Just asking questions. We're not rumor bots. We're not rumor mills. We don't ped, peddle in, in half-truths or untruths or misinformation. But that was just, that really made my Wink. day. Thank you, Cassie. Wink. That made my day. Jeez. Because <laughs> if enough people started asking that question. And again, let's note the inherent inconsistency of people being opposed to the COVID vaccine because apparently it implanted you with 5G being yeah. big fans of Elon Musk who's literally planting something in brains. I can't write this. I, I, it's so but this one, Quebec City just passed bylaws that prohibits burning wood for heat as of today. But what? It, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the National Enquirer. Is this who's giving us our news these days? Because I don't understand what is going on. They had bizarre. a wood-burning appliance bylaw in 2021 to regulate that that regulated the use but yeah what's the new city by yeah I, sorry I, that's just completely new to me i'm looking it up there's a link here i just can't click on it here but it is a clickable link and it should be a clickable link in the chat now let me just see right. let's do that Valcourt incorporated quebec city law forbidding all right Valcourt. i'm not sure that's a journalistic thing but yeah 2021 on april 19 2021 quebec city announced a new municipal bylaw that regulates the use of wood burning appliances with an aim to limit the emission of frying particles into the air from september 1st 2026 all owners of a freestanding or inert stove insert stove a prefabricated slow combustion fireplace a furnace or wood boiler must have an appliance certified according to the standard so it's basically just certification I do recognize what Tavi's saying here, that wood heating is far from green. And yes, that is true because of the smoke. It's no question, but at least it's a renewable resource. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I do understand that it's, see, that's the problem with, in New Delhi, one of the problems with the air pollution, there's the amount of people who cook with wood-burning stoves. Yeah. That's what creates the terrible air pollution there, along with the unbelievably stalled traffic. <laughs> Looking at this here. Yep. It's. Oh, yeah. And, and some cities are going further. Yeah. Unless the appliance has an emission rate equal to or less than 2.5 grams of fine particles per hour into the atmosphere. Yeah. It's a standards thing. Yeah. It's a well, standards it's quality. quality GM go down here. It's uh, that limitation doesn't apply to people that only have uh, wood burning as a heating system, which makes sense. If you live in a, um, an older home and you have a wood stove, they're not going to prevent you. Hmm. Hmm. 
to answer your question, anti-corporatist, there's a very good possibility that they have compromise on Pierre Polyev. There are rumors been floating around for years that he's a Russian asset, and I'm beginning to think that, that those rumors might have some truth to them with what we currently see going on. <sighs> Again, rumors, I can't substantiate any of it. Long-standing rumors, but there's also the rumor that he's worth 9, 10, 20, 50, 100 million, and nobody's ever been able to produce a single document to prove that he's worth anything more than what his salary is. Now, I know he's probably saved a lot of money and invested a lot of money after 20 years of at, at the public teat. But I don't know if he's worth the millions people say he is. And that's, nobody's been ever been able to prove it. So until somebody can, I, I don't believe it. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. There was more, but we have a short show today, Mr. Grizzly. Do we have a show? Yeah, we do. We do. I got to get, I got to get into the office. I've got a couple of uh, important meetings that start earlier than normal. And we apologize for the late start today. It was, uh, this is take three that you're currently watching. <laughs> take one, we got started. We were having a chat and I, and I look at my monitor and I'm like, why is it still on the placard? Why is it still just showing that the, oh, I look to the right. Oh, we haven't gone live yet. <laughs> So we were about five minutes in, and I'm like, oh, just stop. We're not live. So when I hit the live button, it started and then it crashed. Yeah. That's just the day. That's it's Wednesday. That's usually a Monday problem. If it's a Wednesday problem, it's okay. Cause you're halfway through the week. So you got the energy to, to tackle it and take it on. But when it happens on a Monday, it's, like, oh, I just want to go home and go back to bed. <laughs> there we go. I finally found it, Mr. Grizzly. Oh, okay. There was a Barney's tweet here. It appears Pierre is now officially entering his whiny phase. It was inevitable. <laughs> yes, yes. Did we see the bit in Alberta about CTV having to roll back a story about support for Danielle Smith's anti-trans stuff? Yes, and uh, the abortion stuff. Apparently it was a company that used the same words in the name of a company that already exists, but switched them around. Yeah the order and then tried to pass it off and the CTV ran with the first one and then had to uh, publish in well not so much well, I, I guess it was on that I bet you yeah. the fact checkers were let go because they cost too much money I, oops there it is Mr. Grizzly if you'll put it up here happy to so the first one said majority of Albertans support parental consent and or notification for minors to get abortion says survey and then the next one, when they had, had to correct it, questions raised over survey on parental consent for abortions in Alberta. <laughs> Oops. And then, yeah, and then the actual company itself. This is the one here, Prime Contact Group. Yes. If you will, sorry. They, they, they shredded CTV over it and, and yes. justifiably. Yes. We at Prime Contact and its subsidiary, Canadian National Public Research, are compelled to publicly denounce a recent poll disseminated by CTV sharing a polling company's name that is very similar to our company name. It is our opinion that CTV has irresponsibly published findings from a highly dubious source identified as National Public Research Council. Canadian National Public Research Canada. Sorry, yeah. National Public Research Canada, not little, Canada. Little tweak yeah. there. Yeah. Company, with skippy air quotes, with absolutely no ties to our organization, Canadian National Public Research, the poll in question blatantly lacks the methodological rigor and transparency that hallmarks are that are hallmarks of our decade-long commitment to excellence in research. 
The audacity of CTV to circulate such a questionable poll under the guise of legitimate research is not only disappointing, but also deeply concerning. We categorically refute any association with this poll and cast serious doubt on the existence and ethical standards of the so-called National Public Research Canada. It is alarming that CTV would lower its standards to propagate what appears to be a spurious narrative devoid of any empirical foundation. We have reached out to CTV and have included the thread of the conversation below. I hope they sue. I hope they do. I hope they sue whomever owns it into oblivion. And I, I wonder who owns it. I wonder. Apparently, be, there are uh, some connections to the yeah. Conservative Party. So we'll have more on that in the days to come, kids and cubs. But for now, that is the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making it for you. Yes, shout out to Nate Pike and Abe Alberta, the Breakdown Podcast. If you want in-depth coverage of all politics in Alberta, so much under the radar with the UCP. That's true. We've had Nate on our show a couple of times. And Nate's he's, awesome. Uh, absolutely awesome. He's really gas. He's like, he, his show is really good. It's polished. He rarely goes live. It's almost always he's had a chance to, to tweak it, which I have no issue with that. I think that's great because he puts out a really good product. And he, unlike us, he doesn't go live five days a week. <laughs> yep. But yeah. his show is really well done. It's really well researched. It's in-depth. And uh, Nate is just great at it. So if you get a chance, check him out, The Breakdown. You can find it on the, the Twitter along with YouTube. Well worth your watch. And he gets into Alberta politics better than I'd say just about anybody, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. He's very good. And yes, Dan, CTV is Bell Media. Yes. Yes. So please tell your peeps and poops all about us. We really do appreciate that. If you would like to support us and you do not want to miss an episode, but you don't have to, thanks to the Ray Girl, because she sponsored our pod page. That's podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver, lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words. And if you scan that QR code that is appearing under my chin, if you're watching live, that will bring you right there so that you can subscribe. If you would like to uh, support us in other ways, you can go to our True North Eager Beaver Media YouTube page and uh, play with all our buttons. Like, share, subscribe. Make like Kit Elaine and click them all or lick them all. Lick, lick. What you do is up to you. And if you'd like to support us in other ways, that squiggly that's right by Mr. Grizzly's head brings you to our coffee page where you will find the Beaver Lodge Emergency Hydration Fund where our friends Guinness, Caesar, Hot Chocolate, and Cafe help us write, produce, and deliver this show for you. If you've got a couple of toonies in your pocket just jingling and you'd like to support us and encourage us to do more, if you drop them off there, we would be most grateful. Thank you so very much. Because democracy is something that you do, do write your MLAs, your MPPs, your MPs, your senators for whatever cause of the day that's really, you know, motivating you. National food program, support for the Ukraine free trade deal. Uh, even write your media asking to do journalism better or to keep on asking the question about why it is that Pierre has muzzled his entire caucus and what is his position, his party's position. And speaking of that, when it comes to trans rights, it seems that Doug Ford has come up and uh, out and said, we have no plans to do that. Next question. <laughs> he just, he does not want to touch this at all. No, look at all. As corrupt as Doug Ford is, and as much as I cannot stand the man, he does have a couple of principles. I, I, I don't know what they are, but 
He does have a couple of principles. And he look, doesn't seem to do the anti-immigration thing. No, because he knows that the country is run by immigrants. Trust me, take an Uber, order Uber Eats, or DoorDash, or any one of those. Go to a Tim Hortons, or any fast food outlet. It, it isn't people like me behind the cash. People that look like me aren't doing those jobs. Maybe a couple of places on young, with young students on a Saturday or Sunday. But for the most part... Yep. Yep. Tell me I'm wrong. It's true. It's true. So please do support us in all those ways. Do some democracy. It's very important. If there's a rally for trans kids anywhere, please make sure that you show up to one of those or make some time. And if you can't be there personally, if you can offer financial support, if you can offer in-kind support in helping to organize it or run, run things, that all helps as well. All right, kids and cubs? From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying it could be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. Yeah, take some time this Saturday to sit back, relax, mm. enjoy a beverage of your choosing, and join us for the True North Eager Beaver monthly podcast, where we will sit back, relax, have a couple of cocktails, maybe a burger, maybe a steak, I don't know. But we're going to have a good time on Saturday afternoon, and we hope you can join us for a few hours. All right. Mr. Grizzly, please roll them credits. I just have to, I have to, I have to do this first, <laughs> and then this, before I can actually do this, because there's steps, and right now I'm a little behind the ball. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and the Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. We are grateful to the Cryer Media Network for its support, Pete Jarvis for our artwork, and Paul Joseph something for our opening and closing sequence music. Okay, Mr. Cruz, I know you have an Easter egg, but I did find out a couple of other things about that okay. abortion poll thing. So oh. why would make make the kids wait till tomorrow? According to Luc Lebrun. Mm-hmm. Press Progress, also very worthy of deserving of your support. Mm-hmm. It says, Alyssa Golub, the executive director of Right Now Anti-Abortion Political Organization, said she thinks it makes sense to discuss parental consent for abortion alongside the proposed rules for transgender youth. So apparently she was interviewed by CTV. Alyssa Golub, again, executive director of Right Now, an anti-abortion political organization. So it seems that there was some association between that group and the poll of some kind, or at least she was willing to uh, speak about it. And then it says that uh, NPRC, this Luke LeBron found this as well, revealed it is one of several registered operating names belonging to Blue Direct, a Calgary-based conservative-oriented calling house specializing in direct voter contact. Oh, interesting. So there we go. There, The links to the party are becoming closer and closer. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, Mr. Wesley. It's all interconnected. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share this 
cheeky little thing because you know that we're on multiple platforms, right? One of the platforms we're on is Dean Blundell's uh, Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to click over here quickly, and this is going to give us some mirror effect for a minute, but because this this is our live feed, and uh, bots galore. Scroll down, and this guy goes the at the moose out front. This is what these guys sound like, and it's the uh, NPR's delicious dish, sweaty balls. Oh, and so I just responded with, "That's a great skit. Thanks for the high praise. Your engagement helps drive our numbers up. That helps us increase out our ad rates. We appreciate the engagement." Remember to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Hello, kids. Welcome to our lovely show. Oh, yes, that's wonderful, isn't it, Mr. Grizzly? It is wonderful. It's such a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there are way worse things we could... You know what? It's really funny when they try to insult us. As I can't even say I've been called worse by better because what they call us is not that bad, really. <laughs> all right kids have a wonderful day oh he responded oh he responded. Oh, okay he's like, i get you i get that you think that was a clever response but meh but i love contributing to the increase of your checks notes ad rates now that was hilarious i'm like but you did more viewers means bigger numbers bigger numbers means more advertisers spend more money they're not very bright are they we are living in a world with 100-watt sockets and people choosing to put in 20-watt bulbs. Indeed. <sighs> All right, kids. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you. <laughs> Just mock them. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.